business. The blog and podcast for game changers and innovators in the construction industry. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the AEC Business Podcast. I'm your host Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Daniel Sundlin, partner at Bjarke Ingels Group in New York. Uh, Bjarke Ingels Group, or BIG, is a Copenhagen and New York-based group of architects, designers, builders and thinkers. And by now, they are very famous, I must say. Well, it's great to have you on the podcast, Daniel. Thank you. It's great to be a part of your show. Well, a classical question. Can you say a few words about yourself and your company and, and especially what are you working on right now? Sure. So my name is uh, Daniel Sandlin. I'm originally from uh, Sweden. Uh, I studied architecture at the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm, and uh, I joined BIG in 2008 and became a partner in 2014. Uh, I'm currently living in uh, New York, and uh, I have been here since uh, 2010 when we opened up an office here. And uh, a little bit in general about BIG, I guess, I mean, we're a, a multidisciplinary architecture firm. Uh, we were founded uh, by Bjarke Ingels in Copenhagen back in 2006. Uh, we are today about 400 people distributed through three offices. We ha- just uh, recently opened up an office in London. Uh, we have our kind of uh, mothership in Copenhagen and and we also have our office here in, in New York. And uh, I think... What maybe makes big unique is really that we're working on on so many different scales and so many different type of projects. We do everything from furnitures and lamp fixtures to regional master plans and buildings. So it's a wide range of different type of projects. Uh, and we're also operating on kind of a global scale. Uh, and me personally, I'm I'm. Uh, a design partner here in New York and and responsible for a number of projects. I'm currently involved in the expansion of the uh, Google uh, campus in Silicon Valley in California. Um, And I'm also a part of the team that is executing the extension of the Audemars Piguet Watch Museum in uh, Le Brasseur, Switzerland. Uh, We're also doing a hotel for them there. And then finally, maybe the Big U, which is kind of a uh, resiliency strategy for the uh, for the lower part portion of uh, Manhattan. Uh, we're currently working on a six miles stretch of a park design uh, on the East River. All right, that's that sounds great. <laughs> well, and uh, if you want to know more about the company, just watch the uh, Netflix documentary, <laughs> which was released recently. It's very good. Well, uh, does BIG have a philosophy or certain key principles that you follow in your work? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say that uh, we always strive to, our buildings always strive to somewhat respond to local environment and and climates, and in a way sort of creating a, a kind of a, always creating like a conversation uh, with, with, the, with the context. Uh, I would say that our, our process is is in a way like a knowledge and research based and, and very iterative. So we we always try to exhaust all kind of different opportunities through this kind of evolutionary process where we generate a lot of different options. 
and our vision is in a way to create a narrative by tracing kind of a design process back. Uh, a part a part of that is is also to really um, inviting different people into the process. So we, so we always make sure that that it's not only the designer that is designing the building, but it's also the consultants, the users, the clients are all always really a part of the process. And we make that we think that is in a way a vision to 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 create a more kind of sustainable and resilient uh, design. Uh, and then. I think through the years we have kind of created a few design philosophies that guides us through this process. And I would say uh, one of them is this idea of pragmatic uh, utopia, which means that traditionally architecture have either been this kind of uh, naive uh, utopian uh, uh, kind of theoretical exercises or uh, 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 kind of uh, this very pragmatic uh, buildings uh, that uh, developers are sometimes stamping out. So, so I think we're really trying to find a third way in a way that we call pragmatic utopian architecture, where we try to combine uh, like a lot of efficiencies with kind of uh, utopian uh, uh, visions. And I think that maybe the other uh, the other vision that or the other kind of design philosophy that really guides us is this idea of hedonistic sustainability. Uh, which, which basically this idea that instead of the sustainable parts of a project becoming like an addition or, or kind of something that force you to give up something that you have, uh, we try to always find ways to create sustainable solutions that add values to uh, projects. So I, I would say in essence, the vision is really to kind of reclaim the role as, as uh, an active agent in society and, and also in engineering to some extent uh, as an architect. Your, your company is, is uh, very innovative, um, but what is the role of experimentation and, and innovation in the way uh, you work? Yeah, I mean, that, that is really the key, uh, key uh, thing in our, our design process. I think, in a way, our process is tailored to make sure that every product have some sort of innovation or or sense of discovery i think um if, if we try to really create a lot of options and and as i mentioned before this idea of of iterations and and crossbreed ideas uh, to kind of exhaust really exhaust opportunities and and by doing so by crossbreeding different ideas, creating new type of mutations and new type of forms. We try to find inspiration in, in each project and we try to find uh, unique solutions for each project. And experimentation is really uh, kind of uh, central in this process. I think also maybe worth mentioning is that it's, it's something that we both work very much with on a conceptual level, kind of build uh, on a kind of a building mass level, but also when it comes to looking into the detailing of the building uh, and the building system. So, so it's kind of a, a holistic way of looking at the, at the experimentation and, and, and kind of innovation. We know that the world in and around the uh, built environment is changing and everything is becoming digital and connected. And How has that change affected your design work? Of course, the digital I don't know what to call it. The revolution it has somehow 
impacted us all in different ways. I think for us, uh, it's it's uh, it's maybe in in several ways. Maybe first, we we are using more uh, kind of information driven software to develop and evaluate uh, different uh, aspects of the design. So very early on in the process, we can we can really uh, get a lot of information from the the sketches that we do. In that aspect, the the kind of digital and and the connection have really a uh, big impact on how we how we develop uh, projects. And of course, that means that if you if you have more knowledge about what you do, you can also uh, kind of experiment and push the boundaries more which leads to more dynamic, efficient, and, and kind of a flexible uh, architecture. And of course, the, the, the other aspect of that is, of course, also that today, like people, uh, somehow the physical realm have to, uh, in a way, or, or like the opportunities of the physical realm is in a way to, to offer uh, similar connections or equally exciting things as the digital realm. So we're trying to find a lot of inspiration in the di digital realm in terms of, of connecting people. Uh, so we think this is, uh, this is something really exciting, how you can use architecture to uh, connect people. Yes, and uh, global technology companies, they, they have platforms that connect billions of people digitally. And um, then there are disruptive business models and, and new companies, new entrants. Yeah that are challenging the incumbents. Do you see that as an opportunity uh, for, for you in the, in the future? For us, uh, the challenge is really to innovate and kind of deepen our experience in a kind of ever-changing uh, field in a way. I mean, traditionally, the architect's role is really to being a, this kind of platform or hub in a, in a sort of larger network of, of consultants or collaborators or users or, or clients. Also, the fact that that every project is in a way a different challenge, uh, and 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 in a way it's kind of a the profession is is already this kind of disruptive uh, uh, process, uh, so it's a part of our DNA in a way. I think it's uh, kind of interesting that the architecture world is going on. It's kind of going going uh, through this uh, paradigm that everybody. Uh, everybody can visualize and calculate and represent an entire project in a very short time. Uh, but I think that, that the challenge, the challenge and the opportunity is really to carry uh, this kind of uh, uh, speed and, and knowledge into the kind of construction phase and, and into the building systems. Uh, so I think for us, that's something that is really exciting how we can kind of influence the construction technologies and materials and, and maybe even the legal parts of architecture or, or building re regulations. This uh, idea about the speed, uh, I think, is uh, really interesting also in the sense of sustainability. Uh, today, it's, it's, uh, it's a very slow uh, uh, and, and expensive and kind of unsustainable process to build buildings. Mm. Imagine if it could be more... Imagine if it could be more like uh, uh, something temporary and biodegradable or, or 3D printed houses that you build in an afternoon and you can expand and construct. So I think, like, I, I, I think there is exciting times ahead and uh, I think the digital uh, and, and the kind of the marriage between digital and physical uh, world is kind of the exciting uh, future for us. 
of course, as an architectural company, design company, you're always looking for new projects, and every project, as you said, is is in a in a in a way innovative, and and somehow it, it could be even disruptive. But what yeah. are, do you have any, let's say, future plans of as a, as a company? Yeah, I mean, we we started an in-house uh, research and kind of product design department that we called Big Ideas uh, for a few years ago, which was basically um, the idea of being uh, like uh, being able to influence beyond the just uh, assembly pieces into a project. So basically, how can we influence the materials? How can we be more influential in terms of actually designing the building systems and, and kind of integrate building systems and find more synergies within uh, within the kind of architectural solutions. So I think to stay staying relevant for us uh, is really about uh, uh, solving problems, not only like spatially, uh, but also really uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, finding innovative solutions for the framework and the support systems uh, that, that 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 architecture is kind of fundamentally uh, about. You know, we will continue uh, develop uh, innovative innovative socially and environmentally conscious design and push the boundaries uh, of building systems and innovation in execution. And we, we just started this, uh, also a big engineering, uh, which is kind of an engineering cell within big that, that where the idea is to really uh, reinforce uh, the, the kind of design process through this kind of expertise about um, mechanical systems and structural uh, solutions. Yes, that sounds very interesting. So you're instead of just uh, becoming more and more specialized, you're actually uh, taking a, a more ho holistic view of the of the project. Uh, yeah, and in, by doing so, in a way, becoming more uh, specialized uh, in the sense that we we kind of take on the 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 kind of or or, or have more control and more abilities to influence a larger portion of the. A bigger spectrum of the project. It has been really, really wonderful talking with you. Um, but if our audience wants to find more information on your company, how can they find that information? I recommend that that you go into our webpage www.big.dk, and you will find uh, all of our uh, the relevant contacts on that webpage, and we also have all our projects on the on the webpage. And if they want to connect with you personally, how is that possible? Yeah, my email is daniel at big.dk. So short and <laughs> succinct. Exactly. All right. Very simple. Yeah, Daniel, thank you very much for this opportunity to hear your thoughts, and um, all the best to your work. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you.